Uh, let's bring in our next guest, and that's going to be Luke Groman, founder and president at FFTTLLC. Welcome to the show, Luke. Thanks for having me back on. All right. So uh, kind of wanted to get your take here on the overall equity moves that we've seen. We're seeing a little bit of consolidation uh, today into the long holiday weekend. What are your thoughts here? Because um, we're starting to see some weakness in equities based on the fact that if you've seen the dollar start to fall and maybe those yields start to fall, you know, over the past year or so, that's been good for equities. But we're starting to see a little turn here. I think it really in the equities comes down to fundamentals against liquidity and there's there's this constant uh, tug and tug of war between those two and the fundamentals as you were noting earlier are softening a bit uh, the data have come in softer uh, there's there's after the ADP yesterday um, there's some concerns on employment uh, or excuse me after the jolt report two days ago uh, there's some concerns those are there those employments rolling over or softening uh, the ISM the services ISM all these data are coming in softer and so the fundamentals are softening up there's concerns about the fact that there is uh, these this softening is occurring with the with inflation still well above the Fed's two uh, percent inflation target, and so the Fed's going to have to continue to um, going to have to continue tightening despite uh, the softening data, the recessionary ISM, which they over the last 30, 40 years have not done, and so I think those there's rising concerns in the equity market around that. I think the counterpoint to that is what we have been seeing in liquidity, which is uh, the, the Fed's BTFP program, which is effectively a yield curve control program for Treasury bonds for the U.S. banking system. Uh, we've seen the Fed's balance sheet grow significantly uh, versus uh, three weeks ago as a result of that. Uh, there's some other uh, liquidity. Obviously, the dollar falling is, has been a liquidity injection uh, just by virtue of dollar-denominated debt around the world. So there's these two the puts and takes of of the fundamentals which are softening concerns about having the fed having to continue tightening despite that softening because of where inflation is and I, I, the bull case which is it gun to my head where i come down on is is the continued elevated uh, volatility in the Treasury market, in my view, means the Feds and other central banks are going to have to continue supplying increased liquidity uh, despite high inflation. Yeah, and if you see those yields that have been falling, we got the 10-year uh, micro up here now, uh, th you know, 3.26. Uh, percent at, at this point when when you when you see the dis, uh, divergence here Luke between what the Fed is telling the markets and what the market's pricing in uh, the CME Fed watch tool less than 40 percent chance of that quarter basis point hike in May that everybody's expecting and the market's expecting you know 50 to 75 basis points cuts by the end of December the Fed's been telling you the opposite who's right who's wrong here because we all know you know looking back that uh, Monday morning armchair quarterback the Fed's been wrong uh, quite a bit over the last year and a half yeah I think the Fed's wrong I <laughs> I think the Fed's wrong in the short run and I think I, I actually think the bond market is wrong in in when we look out to the back half of this year what I mean by that is I think the market sees that the Fed, the bond market is seeing the Fed cannot go any tighter without really breaking something. The Treasury market dysfunction we have had uh, has been, uh, in the last month, has been on par with 
uh, levels seen at the peak of the COVID crash in 2020, when the, when actually the Treasury market crashed, the off the run Treasury market crashed uh, in in fall of 2022, uh, when we had what was a an IMF uh, meeting in October, where it was it was tacitly agreed to weaken the dollar, and the dollar weakened sharply. In the next three months, so we're seeing levels of treasury volatility, as denoted by the move index, that are on par with those. And I, so I think the market's looking at that, saying, "Look, if the Fed keeps tightening from here, you're going to get severe, even more severe dysfunction uh, volatility in the treasury market. And if you have severe volatility in the treasury market, which is the collateral for everything else, that is that's very deflationary. And and so I think people are moving to that now." There's a second derivative to that that I think is tricky to get the timing on, uh, but critical, uh, which is the Fed's not going to let the Treasury market volatility uh, stay elevated uh, regardless of what inflation does. And that's the part where I think when I say uh, the Treasury or the, excuse me, the bond market is wrong in as we look out to the to the back half of the year. Um, it, by virtue of being bid at the long end, uh, that's where I think they're they're wrong, uh, because I think ultimately the U.S. fiscal situation, which is driving this Treasury volatility, is going to force the Fed into liquidity injections, regardless of where inflation is, and that's not a situation in which you want to own the long end of the Treasury curve, or really the long end of any curve around the world. What you want to do is buy gold, which is interestingly what central banks did at a record pace last year. Yeah, and we're seeing that uh, bid in gold uh, just off of 13-month highs that we hit in yesterday's session here. But then you look at that 10-year yield, you know, kind of the, in, the inverse of what we're seeing in treasuries. 10-year yields back down to levels that we haven't seen since September. So is part of this move in treasuries, and I, you know, I always warn investors, watch the bond market, watch treasuries, because that's going to be the leader here uh, that, you know, maybe people are just pushing into treasuries for a little bit of a safety play or risk off type of mentality. I think they are. I think they are. And they're looking strictly, I think, at that first derivative, which is inflation is still high. ISM's in a recession. Fed's going to have to tighten. Fed's going to have to be Volcker. I need to. Um, I'll own the long end. And from a very short-term perspective, that makes perfect sense. In my view, it is. Uh, it, it's picking up nickels in front of a steamroller because of the fiscal situation. Uh, that is because it's going to be very difficult to time when we get the piece of news that says the Fed's going to have to get loose again. I mean, I, yeah. could it be the debt ceiling? Could it be the debt ceiling? I think the debt ceiling, which people think is a September, October issue, I think it's going to be a late May, early June issue. Yeah. So we're not that far away. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so it's the fiscal situation that's ultimately going to, I think, uh, snap people awake in terms of that second derivative, which is, oh my gosh, the Fed's going to have to continue loosening despite elevated inflation because of the fiscal situation. But for the moment, we're seeing this short-term run into, into safety at the long end of the curve, which, like I said, it, at the first derivative, it makes sense for a trade, but right. I wouldn't linger too long. Right. Uh, great uh, assessment there uh, in the Treasury market. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Luke. Thanks for having me on again. All right. That's Luke Roman, founder and president at FFTT LLC.